0: Greater than X. what is up everybody welcome to a very special episode of the extra mile I am one of your hosts Ryan Turford the man on the moose or the weatherman on the moose depending on you know which man on the moose you know flavor you like you prefer and I'm joined by our social media manager himself Court Lalonde Court how are you doing today
1: I'm good. I'm good. I guess I don't have a nickname yet. I'm just social media manager for now. I, ca- I
0: again, I called you the Boston Bruins fan on, on stream, but even then, that's not even really I, a good nickname.
1: That's that's yeah, just I, a hockey I, team I, you I, like. So I, I definitely am that. You know, Matt always calls me the 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 Dark Knight of Xbox. That's what he's got that's for a me good right one. now. That's a good it's one. not bad because I do thoroughly uh like Batman, just a, a wee bit. Yeah. But I also like hockey. I like but i I'm you know what? I'm all over the map. I'm also a dad like to me, that's my that's what I am to me, I'm just a dad.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're just an enigma to be court more than anything.
1: I, I'm i even wearing a Batman shirt and that wasn't <laughs> even purposeful. That was just what I put on today.
0: <laughs> Good Lord. Well, this is the extra mile. Of course, this is the, the, the tag along podcast to the PlayStation drive or the Xbox drive or the Nintendo drive, because this will be available on all three of those feeds, because this is the show we talk about all of the games that you care about most and kind of do like a review discussion or in depth discussions about certain topics. And this week court, I think we've got a pretty exciting topic and that is yes. Lego star Wars, the Skywalker saga, our full review discussion, all about the game we've been playing it and uh, we're ready to talk about it. We've, we've both finished the game uh, court, which console did you play it on by the way? Cause it's available on pretty much everything.
1: I played it on an Xbox series X
0: cool because that is also where i played it although i did play play some of it on series s as well Ooh, and i've got I'm things to say about both versions um because there's yeah. some discrepancy between the two of them but it's also available on switch as well as on ps4 ps5 xbox one pretty much everything you've find games on as well so you can check it out there also you know uh we did purchase the games ourselves it wasn't provided to us ahead of time Uh, we always like to disclose whether or not you know codes were given to us for certain games um and last but not least uh court uh since we both mentioned we finished the game um did you change any of the difficulty settings or leave it on kind of the default settings what do you would you
1: i definitely was one of the very first things i did was get rid of the fall damage um i was like literally the first like when i saw i was going whenever i'm playing a game i go down like the youtube rabbit hole the people that have created videos at it Mm -hmm. but i i don't get into like how do you get this achievement or trophy or whatever platform you're playing on i always go into like the five things you need to know game ranks is one of my favorites and that the very number one thing jake baldino said was like turn off fall damage um, it says when you do it in the accessibility settings that you're supposed to lose your stud still. You don't. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I noticed right off the bat because um, I I did notice that my, for the first time ever in a Lego game, your second character was kind of mindless. Yeah. And the AI on it was bad. Yeah. Um, and also I did play this a ton um, with my daughter. She's only five. So turning off fall damage for her was phenomenal because this, uh, once again, also uh, different from a Lego game, there was a lot of open world and there was a lot of, lot of areas where you could just fall off the map, Yeah, like a lot, um, that they weren't there in any previous Lego game. So I played, I think we, my daughter and I played the four, five, and six together. And then I played one, two, and three. And then she played um, seven and eight with me. So she played a lot of this came with me and she enjoyed her time. So uh, yes, one of the things I did was turn off the fall damage to answer your question. Okay,
0: absolutely. Whereas I just didn't change anything. I just played on, you know, the default stock settings. Cause again, we like always like to talk about, you know, if we felt we needed to change the difficulty or if we changed it in some ways, um, just so people understand kind of our perspective on things. But anyways, we should start with kind of service level thoughts, kind of, on lego star wars i'll start court and to give you some time to think a little bit but for me personally going into this game i was pretty excited about it i liked the, the lego games I, i've played all the, the lego games in the past although i come into it and and i don't know how you feel about this court i mean i came into this coming off lego dimensions which i think is definitely my all-time favorite lego game even after playing lego star wars because of the way it kind of incorporated all these different franchises together. But also it just had like a really good story on its own that wasn't really tied to a specific franchise. It kind of had its own story and then kind of worked in a lot of the franchises into it um, and then had a lot of like really great offshoot ideas and and gameplay ideas that I was hoping would make it its way into this game. And there is definitely some of that. And I'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about more about the, the in-depth about the gameplay. Um, but I kind of figured after Lego Dimensions, it would be tough for a, a non dimensions Lego game for to top like my list of Lego games going forward because of how good Lego dimensions was. And I, I was coming in with a little bit of a, a bias coming into this game because of that. At the same time, I still had a pretty good time with this game. I know that, you know, if you've been listening to the Xbox drive for a couple of weeks, I've been talking about this game and how I was like, you know, I didn't start off strong with this game. But I think towards the end of the game, I, I came in liking it more than i did at kind of the beginning um but i do think that there are some qualms that i'm going to get into in a little bit um that that kind of keep this game from being kind of the top tier of lego games for me personally but court i'm interested to hear what you have to say because i think you have a completely different perspective than i do about this game
1: well it's funny you mentioned lego dimensions because that's mine as well my favorite lego game of all time and solely based on the franchises. I got to play Goonies. I got to play Ghostbusters. I got to play Back to the Future. I got to play The Simpsons. It was the first time I was like, oh my God, this is the Lego game that speaks to me. Um, But I found this was different than any Lego game I have ever played previously. And I, suffice to say, I think 100%, besides that Lego Worlds, I have finished every single Lego game ever, except Lego Worlds. That that game just wasn't for me. Um, This game to me, was open world was so different than any other Lego game. It felt like as a person that loves Ubisoft games and going into and just, you know, go here on the map and go do this, this, and this. I I remember at one point, I think I messaged you and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna mainline it so I can have it ready for a review. And then I think I messaged again. I was like, okay, so I just did side quests for the last two hours. Whoops. <laughs> um, I found myself doing that over and over again. I had a very hard time in a good way mainlining this game because I really enjoyed the little conversations that you're having with side characters. Um, along the way, you'd talk, you'd have a little conversation over here, and then they would make these typical Lego jokes that are, you know, poo-poo humor, I call it. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to want to go do that. And then next thing you know, is to in my ship and I'm going to here and I'm going there and I'm going to all these different planets to go do that. And then as you go to the planets, you see like, okay, there's a kyber crystal off here, off to the right that you can just go get five of them right away. You're like, all right, let me just go do that real quick. And then you see a space battle and you're like, eh, you know, there's an achievement if I do. I, you know what? I'm just going to go do this real quick. So then you've cleared out everything in space. You're like, oh yeah, I've got to go do that mission still. And then I found myself getting lost in the world, which is a good thing. Like, I can say this. I mainlined it so that we could do this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm not done with this game. I'm. Go- I think I want to 100. I want a thousand. I want to get a thousand percent. Like I want it all. Like yeah. I want to do it all because I really enjoyed the characters. Um, they've given us more characters than they ever have in a little Lego game, and I really like the fan service that they've added to this game. As the like the little the little droid. I don't know what it's called. The little um, and they put the um, stormtrooper's head on it, and it's on every level.
0: Oh, okay. Um, uh, BB-8 and, possibly? or No, or not two, BB-8. Two,
1: two? No, 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 no. It's the little, it's a little car that goes around.
0: Oh, it's yes. Little, I know which yeah, one you're referring yeah. to.
1: I don't know the name of it, but it's from the, you know, it's from uh, four, five, and six. Right. Uh, and it goes through a round. And if they also do the thing, if you're playing um, four, the stormtrooper hits his head, which I was like, well done, well done. And then after yeah. he hits his head, that's when you start seeing that robot show up in all the levels. And I actually had to watch a YouTube video saying that if you until you do that, that little robot guy doesn't show up. You've got to go through with the stormtrooper hits his head and then you knock his helmet off and then boom, all of a sudden it's on top of the droid and it goes throughout. So there's a lot of um, great little Easter eggs throughout the game, and I felt as a Star Wars fan, the fan service they put into this game was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like I said it to uh, my brother who is a very big Star Wars fan. I said, this is probably one of the best Star Wars games. I have ever played. Yeah. I mean,
0: I can't disagree with you on that and yeah, there was a ton of fan service and, and we should probably dive into at least like the the story stuff first before we kind of go further with that because definitely it's not very often that we well first of all, when you look back on the history of Star Wars games in particular a lot of it's like extended universe stuff or side stories it's not very often that we get games based off the movies themselves let alone you know the mainline franchise we had the super star wars games and and the star wars games both on the nes and and the super nes and then we had um the the episode one game that was on the ps1 and that game's terrible um but that Mm -hmm. one actually exists and is there pod racers yeah we had pod racers as well but again those are like kind of like side missions because again pod racer for the most part you just do the Tatooine mission and that's the only thing from the movie that's actually there um and then beyond that we had uh lego star wars the the original kind of trilogy and then the prequel trilogy um and then we had you know uh force awakens uh, a couple years ago
1: yeah we had everything like lego star wars that is
0: right but beyond that though we haven't really had a game that tackles all nine movies let alone even even the first six movies in one game before
1: not even that we know that we're getting han solo we're getting rogue one we're getting the mandalorian like i bought this super duper deluxe i bought that 110 and ten dollar canadian i bought it all mm because i want to play every story
0: exactly so we haven't had this kind of celebration in star wars at all in one game which i think i have to applaud this game for i think to your point about the fan service like you could definitely tell fans of star wars who have been fans of Star Wars for a long time made this game from all the little in jokes that are in the game to the way even just the story is presented to the fact that like all of the beats that happen throughout the story are like the the story beats that you'd want to see from these movies come to like, even though there's a section where you have to go to, you know, the Gungan city in episode one, where I don't know if I ever wanted to do that in a game, but you have, you could do that. That's part of the game. Like, because again, that's, that's part of the making those movies kind of flow together. And I feel like, the pacing of the story, in particular, I think is really well done. Plus, the cutscenes I think are really goofy and fun, and uh, I think you probably agree with that, right, Court?
1: I I one hundred percent agree with it, and I, I even found they did a very good job of not fluffing up the story; like <laughs> they just got to it. I did find it uh, a bit weird that they get into story missions and they have mini open worlds inside the story. Once again, yep. you can go on different paths, um, and like once again, as someone that when he sees different paths, he goes in them. I, I know that on certain levels, um, I think it was in two and we're uh, two or one, when you go to the, the Android factory there.
0: Yeah. And in Camino, that yeah.
1: level could have been done in very quickly, but I took way too long on that. Just way I was just doing everything. And then I'm like, Oh, I can see that and, and do this and do that. So but I felt that they did a, very good job of writing of the story and saying okay this can be left out and we're not going to be we can put just a little joke in here and then i'll let you know as a star wars fan what this was supposed to be in there like they they did such a good job on the jokes like they made fun of star wars but the way a fan of star wars would
0: yes exactly like from little things like pulling out a banana instead of a gun to you know the emperor you know doing this with like like some lightning like lego pieces and stuff like shoot first is in there yep exactly first
1: is in there so they did a very good job
0: so many great lego moments and uh what was interesting as well as the way they divided up the story um this time because you can't just go pick any movie that you want you basically pick a trilogy to start with and then as you play through the trilogy it'll unlock the other two movies of that respective trilogy as you go through but likewise you don't have to start with you know episode one or episode four which is nice i mean if you want to play the new trilogy first you can certainly do that um but i like the, the the fact that the game gives you the freedom to kind of like pick and choose which way you want to go with it. What what did you start with? So I decided just to start with episode one and play okay. it like that. And the reason I decided to do it that way is I suspected from the gameplay standpoint, the the developers um, would tailor the gameplay, assuming that you would start with either episode one or episode four first, essentially.
1: Because yeah, I, I did a chronological. And based on that, even that little robot that goes around and finding out from YouTube, mm-hmm. I think they made it... St- especially the challenges throughout this challenge only starts if you start on four right until you do four it because that robot shows up in one two and three but if you don't start with four that robot doesn't even show up right mind you i i think they've made it so you can start anywhere but i get it that you started at one i i i i had to call my brother and i was like okay like if you were, he's like, no, you have to start with four. Like he gave me this whole dichotomy of why I had to start with four. I'm like, all right, fine. All right, mm-hmm. starting with four, I get it.
0: Well, not only that too, but the developers purposely have the icon when you start the game, start on four. And then you can move move it from there and start with a different trilogy if you want to. In fact, I I was talking to some people in the Discord community, uh, the Carpool Gaming Discord community, that didn't even know that you could start with different trilogies. They thought that you had to start with episode four because that's what the icon kind of started on. And then they noticed the kind of the other trilogy, other movies right next to it were locked, essentially, thinking, oh, I can't change this. I have to start here, essentially.
1: I I think they did a good job, though, of when you like as we've finished the game and as someone like myself who wants to go back in i want to unlock all the characters i want to get all the rest of the kyber crystals i want to get the little key cards to give me because there is no red bricks spoiler alert for people that play lego games all the time red bricks are gone and i'm actually kind of happy about it um they have the key cards where you can get and then you can choose whatever one you want to get like if you want to go to the two times the four times obviously as a as a seasoned lego person i just went with uh give me more studs but uh You go through and you can just choose what you want. And very easily they give you those, here's where everything is. But Mm. I did like how the planets give you your little checkbox. Like, okay, this planet has this much done, this much done, this much done. And As you do the movies, those planets are unlocked. Like you can go back and do anything right away. Because I found when they first started doing the open world with Lego games, and I think it was after Star Wars, I think it was Indiana Jones, the second one, yeah. when they first did their, like, their open world-esque. It was very hard to go back and go, okay, I want to do these levels again. They've made it very easy to, re- to repeat and go back. I also, I'll, I'll have to say this, love the no loading screen. Yeah. Like, wow, playing on a, a next gen Lego game is unbelievable experience. I even really like the animations when you're choosing your world. Mm-hmm. And it's choosing the movie and it has the little scenes as you're going through. I thought that was very well done.
0: Yeah. And to be fair, there, and to kind of throw a small correction there, there's not no load screens at all in this game. There are some, but it's like very, very, very minuscule. Yeah, sorry. In fact, a lot of times when you're transitioning between areas, it's like a screen transition that you'd see from the Star Wars movies essentially.
1: Uh, I think it's because they've made it so this game is on all uh platforms, like on Switch and so yeah. on and so forth, that those, that, that, I, they have yeah, to include like, at
0: least some level of those. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah,
1: because like that load screen on some of them is just like the load screen is there. And I honestly think because if it if the game was just made for PS5 and Xbox Series X, I don't think the load screens would be there. Right. Like that's how quick everything pops in. I think because there are last gen versions and there is um, a Switch version, it was just easier to already have that in. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that with games that have cross gen and not just that their load screens are there for no reason. Like Jedi Fallen Order, I've gone back to play it. And you can tell that that load screen doesn't need to be there anymore, but they have no choice because it was already built in. Right. Absolutely.
0: So again, I personally think as a star Wars fan, I think you're really going to enjoy the kind of the story that they present here and kind of the, the way that they present this, you know, nine, you know, set of movies. I think that they did an excellent job with the writing and stuff. Also, before we transition away from the story uh, court, quick question for you. Did you play it all with mumble mode on?
1: No so i saw i i hated it yeah so i didn't want to go back to it when and i think it was a star wars the very the the luke skywalker when they did luke skywalker was on the front and they did yeah the, the, the original did,
0: trilogy lego star wars 2. yes when yeah. they
1: did everything that was the first time they ever had talking in it i believe
0: no actually the, the very, very first one that they had talking in it was lego um lord of the rings was the first
1: one okay that had it. all right yeah oh you're right um I, I'll never go back to Mumble. I know the mode is there. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never go back to that. I, that to me, I, I actually like the voice acting in the Lego games. I think they're well done. Like as a, uh, a Batman fan as well, I think the voice acting in the Lego Batman games is better than the Lego video games. Right. I mean, the Batman video games. And I know people love Arkham Origins, but I think they do such a good job, um, the voice actors in these Lego games. They, the, the people who write the scripts are top-notch you can tell their fans and they know their stuff
0: i'm not gonna lie with episode seven eight nine court i totally turned mumble mode on because the bug the, the voice for kylo ren in particular was really bugging me because it was it All was right, so far off of like adam driver's voice that it like like it just stuck in my brain i'm like nope can't do this so i'm turning mumble mode on and i actually really enjoyed mumble mode as well in fact they do like the, the cutscenes change a little bit to kind of like have them <laughs> pantomime more, which I think is like a super cool addition. I love the fact that they included it there as a toggle just in case you wanted to play it that way, which I think is just fan fanser- like fan service going back to like all the previous Star- Lego Star Wars games. Cause it, cause to your point court, other than other than force awakens, the, this is the first time we've, we're seeing a lot of the older movies Translated with vo- full voice acting because the original versions of those games, both the original Lego Star Wars and Lego Star Wars Two, the original trilogy did not have voice acting them in at all. It was just it was mumble mode for all those games. So um, I love that the, there's an option for both. But we should talk about the gameplay a little bit, because I think like that's the more interesting part here uh, of this discussion, because this is really the biggest overhaul to any Lego game. But at the same time, at its at its core. It's still just a Lego game. So the biggest change with the gameplay this time around is the third person perspective throughout the entire experience. You're not getting kind of the isometric view for the most part, um, whether you're controlling vehicles or if you're controlling your characters on the ground. Everything is third person, but there's some caveats that come along with it. And I'm interested to get your opinion about this court because this plays into the co-op for the game, which has always been a key feature of the lego star wars games and it's now a split screen experience so tell me court that since you tried co-op and i didn't have a chance to do so what was that experience like with the changes
1: so i did my we had my it was taking some getting used to because on the previous lego games my daughter and i had played um a couple of them together we did the the marvel the -hmm. marvel lego games together and that was her first foray into the lego games so when we weren't on the same screen and she could you could literally like when you're on a planet, like we were on Tatooine, she could just go wherever she wanted. And it would take like minutes for me to go find her. And so like, that that was the, the minor annoyance because in previous Lego games, they keep you on the same screen sort of, like they'll they'll split the screen to let you know, okay, that person's no longer in shot, mm-hmm. but they try and keep you together. They allow you to go do whatever you want, but you are able to start a mission and the other person just says, accept and they'll, Star Trek beam them over. I'm sorry, but it's definitely what happens. Like the character just disappears off the screen and shows up on the other way. So um it was different. Um I did like the combat system, mm-hmm. uh, with the, you know, being able to throw a lightsaber. So pretty much every single time all I wanted to do was use a uh a character with force powers just because they could throw lightsabers. Yep. I was having a lot of um issues with the jumps. I felt they weren't um I I, I joked, I I, I messaged someone, I was like, I feel like I'm playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was playing in a certain early Assassin's Creed before they got the combat and the uh, traversal down pat. I felt there was a lot of times where they made us do things that didn't need to be there. I was just like, okay, like, are you just forcing us to use this thing to get to where this thing is, to get this Kyber crystal? I was like, all right, fine, but like, you're making me blow up this thing to pull this thing to do this other thing, and I'm like... It's. I get it. Lego games have all these puzzles, but I felt some of them were shoehorned in for no reason. I was like, you, you could have just left it out, and it'd still be a great story, and still a Lego experience. Like, I, because. There was less puzzles than I've ever played in a Lego game. Like yeah. that's all I'll tell people. There's less building, there's less puzzles than I've ever played in a as LEGO far
0: game. as like the main line missions go for sure. Like yes. it, with the with the open world stuff with all the with the collectathon aspect of this game, there's de- that's kind of where they took the puzzle element and really ran with it. But yes. definitely in the main game, they made it a very linear experience. And actually, like I talked about this on the Xbox drive, but even like Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Most of the time in that tr- that movie specifically, you're barely ha- having like a linear mission at all. You're basically walking from one end of the open world to the other to trigger a cutscene, And then you do yeah, that and then a, a whole bunch fight. of times. Yeah, and Lots a boss fight. Lots of boss fights. Yeah, and the, the pod race show, as well. Like you had those. Yes. Those are the two things were part of Phantom Menace. But beyond that, you're pretty much just walking from one cutscene to the other, essentially.
1: Um, yeah, and I found know, that change
0: is- later on with like the later trilogies. But that one in particular mm-hmm. really stuck out with me.
1: And I wasn't a big fan. I know they had the, the cover shooting in the previous Lego Star Wars game when they did uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. But I still think they've got to figure it out because I was just like, I don't need to cover. I don't even need to be there. I just whatever. It didn't mm-hmm. need to be there. Um, you don't need to use it. Um, it was just there as almost like a trope. but i did enjoy the boss fights i thought they they were executed very well with like the the telegraphing because it is a lego game and we know kids play so they telegraph where the the boss is going to be going with the the red line or the red circle like Mm -hmm. this is where the guy's going to land and you're able to get out of the way and 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 especially in one two and three because there's a ton of boss fights in those because there are a ton of characters that you have to go up against Mm -hmm. i felt the death. We'll, we'll call them Deaths. Yep. We're very we're, we're very well done, and uh, we're funny. Like, very funny, the way they uh, made characters disappear. Yeah.
0: Darth Maul in particular, I love the, the way they
1: handled. I liked Grievous, no, too. Grievous was, was a good one, too. Yeah. General Grievous, when he goes in that hangar, it's pretty good. Definitely. Whereas, it's just like, when
0: you get to 7, 8, and 9, they, they do the boss fights a little bit differently. But yeah. by that point, I will say about the boss fights, I did find them really repetitive, especially if you're fighting... You know, melee enemies or saber wielding enemies in particular, like when you're fighting Kylo Ren or or a lot or like any of the other Jedis, they all have the same attack patterns and they all have the same telegraph moves. And I'm still kind of hitting X on the controller over and over again to swing my saber at them. Um, There are there are some nice moments in those boss fights um, that that feel very cinematic, but I felt from the gameplay perspective if uh, like for me personally, I I found that charm wearing off because I knew exactly how that boss fight would go down versus I think kids will really get a kick out of that. But just for well, me personally, as say. someone who's more into, you know, third person action games and, and for someone who was looking for that formula to evolve at least a little bit more than that, I was a little disappointed by that from that. But at the same time, I understand where they're coming from as developers and why they're framed that way. But
1: yeah, as someone that has a uh, a five year old that plays a lot of video games now, um, I love star Wars. I love Lego. This game isn't made for us. So it was like, I, I, I totally get it. Cause I was like, Oh, this is kind of really easy. But then at the same time, I was like, wait a minute, you know what? I've got to take my, um, my gamer head out of it and be like, yeah, they're making this game that eight year olds can play it. They're not making this game. So this 42 year old can go relive his star Wars fantasies. That's, they, they want me to buy the game, but they're making it so you can play it with your kids or your kid to play the game. The game is made for kids. So I, I get hmm. the, um, simplicity of the boss fights and the simplicity of even the combat itself. I, I felt it was, um, the easiest Lego game I've ever played, but not in a bad way. I felt they, they spent more time on story than they spent on, you know, building and puzzles, which we, we talked about how most of the puzzles are to do the collectathons after. But if you're someone like my daughter who just wanted to go through the story, it was perfect. Cause it wasn't long mm-hmm. when I had to mainline the last three, um, just, uh, uh 789 i it didn't take me long i think it just took me 3 hours not even yeah
0: in fact I, we should while we're on uh, on that subject i think overall if you just wanted to mainline this and you didn't want to do any of the open world stuff you can finish this in about 10 to 15 hours i i found yeah. like you can finish it very 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 quickly um but at the same time court to your point about you know playing this game forever the other side of the coin is if you want to do the collectible stuff, currently howlongtobeat.com has it up if you want 100% this game at about 90 hours. Because yeah, I, I can see so that.
1: Stuff because and then they have the DLC coming. Like they, another thing to TT Games, they have a roadmap already up. Mm-hmm. They, we already know what is coming. Like You can already um, use codes. And that's the other cool thing. I don't know if you realize there's there's little barcodes throughout yeah. the game hidden. And if you scan them, they give you Star Wars comics and they also give you, um, the codes to input to get the Mandalorian. Like I, I, you get a, you get the spaceship, you, you get the characters to start using them already because there is DLC coming. Like mm-hmm. there is the Star Wars, there's the, uh, Han Solo, there is the Mandalorian, there's wrote, like it's all coming, which is once again, like I said, it's just fun little fan service.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, and in, in, yeah, and in, in fact, like it kind of reminds me of like a fan servicey game combined with Kirby in a lot of ways. Like that's how I would sum up the the gameplay. Like, it's again, it's meant meant for kids. It's meant to be very easy, and and but it's also like super cute and charming, and it's got all these characters that you love to to see and kind of interact with. So,
1: and they didn't make it hard to get these Kyber crystals. I remember, I think it was uh, Lego Avengers. Mm-hmm. I was like, there was some times where I was trying to get Red Bricks to try and do something like, why are you making this so difficult? Like who can do this? Um, yeah. like the timings and all that. I felt they've made this game accessible to everybody that wants to play it.
0: Yeah. And then what what's also new to the gameplay this time around as well. Um, and it might've been in previous other Lego games. So feel free to correct, correct me, Court, as well is there's a giant skill tree for all of the different, you know, no, classes for all the that. characters as well. Um, so like the Jedis have their own skill tree and then the bounty hunters have their own skill trees. And then you can kind of customize them using your, your bricks throughout the throughout or sorry, your studs throughout the, the game as you collect them. Um, obviously my my beginner's recommendation though, is to kind of use the advice court mentioned earlier, which is to kind of get your multiplier up first then really start investing in a lot of the the skill trees if you want the, want to do that. But I love the fact that there is some depth to the, the your character development this time around as well, and to get, give you a reason to spend your studs besides you know using your studs to buy more studs essentially, which is yeah. What, and I would
1: I would is. even re- recommend just using the general upgrade tree, not do the Jedi the um the, the scavenger sorry or any of those. Mm-hmm. Just do the general because then you get the uh, stud attracts you level up your uh, health get that full up, then go after Jedi and, you know, level up your Ewok and
0: yeah, make so on and so forth. Now, as far as the, so I think we're both on the same pages. We like kind of the, the main, you know, linear story for this game and and the Mm gameplay that comes with that. But it's time for us to talk about the, the other, like the other 90% of the game, which is the open world, which I think for me personally, this is where I'm a little more lukewarm on the game on, because I I'm the type of person that that history has shown with my game playing habits, but I'm not a huge fan of giant collectathon games like I, and they, I am with a game like Banjo-Kazooie or Donkey Kong 64 or a lot of newer Ubisoft games like the second I see collectathons. I'm just kind of out the door. I'm not really into them. So for me personally, I think it's a, it's a little bit of a tougher ask to, to jump into this game right away because you know, you get a great eight, to, like I said, a great, you know, 10 to 15 hour experience out of the game. Um, but for the rest of but for the rest of the stuff, especially if I wanted more in-depth puzzles and stuff like that, like the open world collect-a-thon just isn't really attracting me. And it's not, it hasn't really good jo- done a good job of getting me personally invested in this world in a way that I know, Court, you're in love with. Um, but tell me, Court, what what's what's super appealing to you about the open world? What What are you really liking about it?
1: Well, for for me, the map isn't that big. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I feel like the the art the art on it is very well done. So when you're on Tatooine or you're on any of these planets, it's it they do a very good job of making it almost look like the movies. Mm -hmm. But I like the fact that it's not so expansive and open world as you it looks. Like you're on this plan, you're like, oh my God. You're I'm so used to playing a lot of Ubisoft games. And I, I like I like the go to this part of the map, but it wasn't like Assassin's Creed Valhalla where I was like, okay, five 15 minutes later I got to where my my pinpoint was. You could clear off each planet and each open world section very easily and probably in like half hour junkets and probably have each planet done mm-hmm. in like seven hours. Not I know it sounds a lot, but like if you wanted to be like, okay, um, I'm gonna just clear off one, two, and three first, and then I'll do four. Like if you did that, I would say it's probably like ten hours each one if you just went at it. Um, and that does the math kind of works out to being yeah that's what they're saying on on uh finishing the i guess but uh for me this is the most ubisoft lego game i have ever played if you enjoy assassin's creed Watch Dogs, because that's what this is it's just one of those games with lego in it and you're I got star wars so you're going out and you're literally collecting a ton this is the most collections they put in any game in a lego game there's a lot to pick up
0: nice nice yeah again if you are the type of person who loves collectathons, if you're the type of person who collected all 900 korok seeds and let in breath of the wild like I, like this is your game because like yes. of the kyber kyber blocks like there is like 1500 of them to find essentially yeah
1: <laughs> there's even like little small like um i think it was in you're, I can't remember what planet it is, and you're, there's like a bar and so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. I, it's not, it's not three, four or five. It's in the, it's in the one, two and threes, the prequels. And there are so many kyber crystals in this one little area. There's like literally like 25 in like a two minute walk. Right. And it's crazy. Cause there's like levels to this area. And I'm like, oh my God. Like I, I got sidetracked. I was supposed to be doing a mission. And that's the other thing. You can do side missions while you're doing the story. Cause you can run into characters and just go off and do whatever you want.
0: Exactly. It's very, and, very open, which I
1: and I they like. make it very easy to change your characters. Like I know in the previous Lego games, you have to go in and do free, 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 free roam or whatever. Yeah. As soon as you've done a certain section of the story, you automatically, it's like you do like a, a three-minute story beat and then it puts you back in the open world. You do another three-minute story beat, you can change your characters like right off the bat. Like when you're in the open world. At any time, you can turn into any character you want
0: yeah and ultimately like the the strategy i also would would imply implore for people to maybe do as well is kind of play through the story first then you unlock all the characters and then go back and then kind of do the free play stuff because i mean it's it's nice to kind of do some of that stuff along the way um to kind of break up the the monotony of the the main story even though i know it's not monotonous but you know what i mean um but at the same time like it's so much easier to do all the missions that are there once you have all the character types unlocked Because then you can get, you can basically complete everything without worrying. Oh, I don't have a character of this specific class who is needed to do this one specific collectible, essentially.
1: And also, if you find um, a Kyber crystal or a um, puzzle or a little mini missions, I called them Mm -hmm. to unlock said crystals or unlock said collectibles, it saves it on your map. So, unlike other Lego games where you're like, uh, you do the level and you got to remember, or you have to find a red brick first that even shows you where everything is. Once you've found it, it's on your map, yeah, so you can go into your map, which that was my only that was my one of my biggest complaints is how um not seamless the map was. You have to click on it, click on it again, click on the planet, and then for Xbox, press the x button to get into the map and then start using the map. It wasn't very um the UI for it just wasn't that good to me like I, almost I, as if I there was, should have
0: been a separate tab that was for yes. the map of the area you're in and then the tab for the galaxy essentially.
1: 100 percent. yeah it just it seemed uh seemed like a weird choice mm-hmm. i don't know for sure so As someone who does collect the thons that is a big pain in my butt yeah
0: and i can imagine like especially with a game like this where again you've got so much stuff to collect like it, like an hour 50 or 60 are you're really going to be want to be to be funneling through all these like small menus to get to stuff like that's probably not the experience you
1: really want. especially if you're on a planet and you're already like in an area and you're like going to look for something. You have to pray. You press the, I guess there's no pause button anymore. You press the, the line button yep. on, uh, on the Xbox controller and it takes you right back to the, the, the planets. And mm-hmm. then you've got to find the planet again, press it on the planet, then go into the planet and then find the area of where you are in the planet mm-hmm. and then click on that to get to the map. And I'm like, really? Really, I, I'd be interested to know what it's like to play on the PS5 because usually the map is the the middle button. Right. You just press it. I'm wondering if the map pops up. I wonder if there's maybe a shortcut, maybe something I missed.
0: Maybe, but I'm thinking that that big middle button is just what the, the select button equivalent is on Xbox. Yes. So, um, But now that we've got that all the way, there there are some little nitpicky things I need to talk about here as part of this review because I did run into some issues with the game. Uh, first of all, in the first like week that the game was out, I actually ran into a game breaking bug where I couldn't proceed any further in the game. Oh, really? Where essentially in at Star Wars episode two, um, there's a section where you're chasing Boba Fett after you leave Kamino mm-hmm. or sorry, Django Fett, I should say. And yes. when you, when I went to basically the, 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 the space around Kamino to then fly to the story point in space to then chase after jango fett and basically to unlock you know geonosis as a planet that there was an issue where as it was transitioning the game froze and as i came back to it that objected had been checked off that i oh, completed no. it but it didn't unlock the planet or unlock the story any further so Ooh, i couldn't proceed earns. with the game at all there was a day there was a patch um uh, like a couple days after the game came out that fixed that so that is something that has been fixed, but I've noticed, I and mean, I don't know if you've run into the same issue on playing on Xbox uh, Court. But basically, sometimes the game when I when I continue a game from the beginning of the game, it just goes to a screen of just the stars, but it never. I proceeds. have had that
1: quick resume doesn't work very well. Um, I, I, I and I'm I'm finding quick resume not working on third party games a lot, mm-hmm. and it's almost. A frustration I have and I, I know it's not Xbox's fault. I'm sure they've given them like, here's what you need to do because first party Xbox games work like Quicker's Room works perfect. Like, and even Ubisoft games, for some reason, Quicker's Room works on the division too. You get to bypass everything and just go to the loading screen of getting into, um, into the open world part. So I had that, I had the stars. I also had an issue where I would go and get my spaceship, um, anywhere yeah. where you can go to those places and I couldn't get in it like the yep. spaceship would be there I could not get in and I couldn't go any further and I had to turn the game off and turn it back on now that I have looked and there hasn't been any patch notes to fix that issue and that issue happened to me a lot
0: that uh, that issue happened to me last night court so just going okay, it there, there, there it's go. still there but the stars thing actually I I don't think it's a quick resume thing because I have never had this game in quick resume oh okay it still so did it every time because I was I've been going between consoles um, because I have oh, an Xbox Series okay. S at my desk and a Series X in my in in my other room, so I've been closing the game every single time
1: on purpose. But yes, but when you're going between consoles, that is almost like uh, as someone who used has the X here and an X downstairs, that is almost like quick resume. Because I'll, I'll give you an example: I'm playing MLB the Show religiously, um, and I'll exit out of it. Mm-hmm. And turn it off and I'll go downstairs and turn it on and quick resume shows up on the screen. It says Ah. quick resume, even though it's not in quick resume.
0: But let me let me throw a correction in there for you, because this happened multiple times in a row, even after closing the program and reopening it.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so it's just they've got a bug.
0: Yeah, it sounds like just a bug when you load the game
1: on Xbox specifically. Um, Yeah, I had that happen a couple of times myself.
0: Yeah. Um, so there there are little nitpicky things that we have with performance that are in there um also playing Siri on series s actually is for the most part a flawless experience because um this game pretty much runs at a like a sixty frames per second or close to it throughout most of the experience, except for the cinematics, which we're drawing at first because they went to 24 frames per second, I think, for the cinematics because they wanted to give it like the cinematic look to them. Um, yep. But it was it was weird going between 60 frames per second gameplay and then just instantly going to the 24 frames per second cinematics. But you get used to it pretty quickly. Um, but on Series S in particular, there were a lot of frame drops during gameplay where sometimes it was there went down to 30 frames per second and sometimes even below that at certain times. Now- if There was a lot on screen, but.
1: Would you prefer they just lock it in at 30 on the S on the S specifically? Cause I have on previous games that I played that are on both gens. I wish they would just, cause they, I, it gets annoying when you can see it and I'm mm-hmm. like, just lock it in. So I don't see it.
0: Well, here's the thing. It didn't happen enough to make me want them to do that. Where it was like specific times, especially in the later trilogies or the later movies. So six, seven, eight, nine specifically when there's a lot going on, on the screen, like the star star killer base sequence yes. on series S specifically is like, I'm amazed he did runs at all. So well, uh, whereas other sequences, you bring that it's up. great. So
1: the space fights and flights are the best. Uh, sorry. Better than rogue squadron. Like I, I didn't like rogue squadron that much and I love star Wars. I love the flying and how it works and how they did the levels and did the you know the star killer base and they did the death star like they did such a good job or or when you're um han solo and you're getting away from uh everybody you you have to go through the the asteroid field mm-hmm. i thought they did a phenomenal job and the controls on it were fantastic I, and i was i was shocked cuz in previous lego games i've hated flying hated yeah
0: it. i definitely think it's much more improved this time around but i would disagree it's i like rogue Squadron 2 rogue leader way better than the flight in this game but i still think it's like Closer to that than we've had from any modern Star Wars game, and I have to at least throw show some kind of appreciation for that for sure.
1: And I also felt for some reason, and I don't know what it is. I felt the level design was better in three, four, and five, yeah. and six, seven, and seven, eight, nine, one, two, and three. For some reason, it was bland and it looked boring half the time. I was like, every yeah. every planet looked the same, and I was just like, it looked dark and dreary a lot. It was just this gray planet and like you were on one planet, you're on another planet. I'm like, wasn't I just on this planet? Like I didn't see much of a difference. Mm -hmm. I don't know. At the same
0: time, I, there's one section in particular of episode three that I loved, which was like the Mustafar section in in episode three. I thought that was a highlight for the game for me particularly. Well, we know
1: a friend of the show, Sean's favorite part is when you get to Jar Jar's planet. Like, Oh, of course. His his favorite character in all the Star Wars. I don't know if anybody who's listening, Sean Capri loves Jar Jar Binks, like tweet at him. Uh message him, uh send him Jar Jar Banks toys. That guy loves Jar Jar Banks. It's his favorite Star Wars character.
0: I mean, the fact that it forces you to play with Jar Jar for large sections of episode
1: one, just I know he And that. but I do love the fact that they have fun with it. Yeah. Like they exactly. the cutscenes with Jar Jar, they have fun with it and they they play off how uh you know they
0: know how people feel about Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. It's very know. evident about
1: that. I, I actually watched a whole video on on Jar Jar and they um when they made the movies, they put, they, they, they were, their inspiration for him was goofy. Like 100%, not even a little bit. They were like, well, he's just goofy. And they thought that that was a thing that we should do. But that's Sean Capri's favorite character. So I don't want to talk ill of Jar Jar Binks.
0: Of course not. Of course not. We don't want to do that here. But, you know, we're 45 minutes into this conversation. We should probably, you know, start rounding the corner on this conversation. Because we, as you can tell, we probably talk about this game all day. Um, Yes, we let's move to final thoughts. And the question that I always like to ask as well is like, if I was someone who number one, they, and I'll give you two scenarios. Number one, if I've never played, if I don't care about star Wars, one, should I play this game? But if I do care about star Wars, is this a day one by court? Tell me right
1: now. What do you think? If you don't care about star Wars? No, if you do care about star Wars, it's day one buy, not even if you don't care about star Wars, like any Lego game, they're fun, but you can wait a year and they're like $20 like Mm -hmm. Lego games go on sale and they go on sale quick and they are cheap. It is a mind waster that you can do and just play along. But as if you are a star Wars fan, you have to play this game. Like you have to play this game.
0: Nice. Well, for me, my recommendation is a little bit different. Obviously, if you're not a star Wars fan, it's a tough sell with this one. I think it's, I think it's still probably a fun game. You could play you know, as a family, play some co-op together um yep. and, and play that way as courts kind of alluded to. So I think from that perspective, it's probably okay, but otherwise I would steer clear from it. If you don't care about star Wars, if you do care about star Wars, but you don't like collectathons, this is not a day one buy for me. This is a wait for sale. Okay. Like don't, like. I wouldn't pick it up right away because I don't think there's enough meat on the bones for just the single- if you're just especially if you're just playing by yourself like i am like i would not play it just for the single player campaign at full price i think at that point you're probably looking for a sale for this one and again it's a wb game for the, and a lot of times their games go on sale quite regularly kind of like ubisoft does so i would wait for that otherwise to court's point though if you like collect-a-thons and you're a star huge star wars fan then yes, this is probably a day one buy for sure. And as a Star Wars fan, if you're a fan of Star Wars and you like the Lego games, you should play this at some point. I I will agree with that point. Like and 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 you need to play this game essentially. Yeah, it, it, it's
1: it's it's fun, and they play off. They even make jokes from previous Lego games and put them in, which I was like, all right, like the the person new to the series or never played them, and they're because it's funny now how, how old we are. I'm like, oh my god, the the other games came out like when I was in my twenties. Like, yeah. On PC, right? Like, it didn't even, like, come out on console right away. Like, it's just, it's it's a totally different thing. It's, like, 20 years old. So, some of these jokes people don't get, but I was like, oh, my God, they made a joke to the original Lego game. Like, well done. Like, that's awesome. And the, even the mumble mode itself. So, if you're a fan of the Star Wars games and Lego games in itself, you're you're going to get this anyways. But yeah. it, to, to Ryan's point, the game will be, like, 20 bucks in a couple months. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Sure and, and if you're not in co- into collect a like... I think There's a lot that, to collect. It's good, good to wait, for sure.
1: Yeah, if, you, if Ubisoft games make you cringe based on how much you have to do in it that's not story, don't buy this game. Yeah, exactly.
0: Or just don't buy it away. Wait, wait. Get it on sale, for sure. But anyways, we got to get going. Before we go, Court Plugs Go.
1: Well, people can find me now at Carpool Gaming. Uh, I am now the, one of the new hosts of the, the PlayStation Drive. But if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at CourtLaloned. And uh, you can find everything there. But you know what? Why don't you go check out our Patreon at carpoolgaming uh, p- at patreon.com.
0: Very nice, my friend. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming on YouTube at youtube.com slash carpoolgaming and on podcast services around the globe. So for Cote LaLone, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been The Extra Mile, all about LEGO Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga. And we're out.